3: Why certainly guy. Oh yes guy. Jim Taddy, a noted author and journalist Perry Lefko with you. Another weekend is here and Perry, just off the top I I've, I've done an audit and I am in arrears in saying yes guy, so I have to get this out of the way. Yes guy, yes guy, yes guy, yes guy, yes guy. Oh really guy. Whatever guy. Oh no guy. Now I am caught up. Go ahead, Guy. <laughs> what's happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: not-
3: Sorry, sorry, guy. I knew that would set you off. <laughs>
4: you didn't set me off. And it's it's a little different. It's exciting. You got it all out of your system. <laughs> so let's go, guy.
3: Yeah, I've been doing other stuff, and you know, I just I've realized I do an audit on, on who's ripping me off, and and I did all that, and then the other audit is I haven't really contributed to the Yes Guy Fund myself, so. I had to bring everything up to uh, an equal footing, which, which is now done. So we can, we can move forward. On today's broadcast, Laura Dykin will be by very shortly, uh, host on TSN Sports Center and many other TSN properties, including horse racing. So I have to ask you the question right off the top, Perry. Did you get the breeder stakes correct last Sunday?
4: No, I didn't, Jim. But I'm going to ask Laura about a significant horse. I want you to keep tabs on this one. We'll talk to her about it in a few minutes.
3: Sure, she'll be by very shortly. Uh, Del Reed, who is the uh, co-founder of the Bills Mafia, will be by chatting up the Sunday Night Classic, Bills and KC. And Mike McCarthy, who owes us a visit (laughs) from last week, he got his times mixed up, which I blame Perry for, because Perry set that up. But anyway, Mike McCarthy, uh, you know, formerly with the Argos in in every capacity pretty well, and, and with the Tiger Cats, and they play on Thanksgiving Monday. So he might be split. I wonder if he's got one of those sports jackets that's half and half, or one of those sweaters it's half and half we will find that out and of course the obligatory and much spirited because it's thanksgiving weekend yes guy no guy to cap it all off. before we get going and i have new copy here from fox 40 so i want to thank them for sending me in fresh copy i may stumble a few times because i've never read it before but here we go are you ready for the hockey season shop fox uh, wait a minute are you ready for the hockey season shop the fox 40 Call the official whistle of the NHL on fox Use the code YESGUY at checkout for 15% off your order. Well, we're going to have to give them another read. And looking for an experienced real estate agent, Charles Park, managing broker RE/MAX West Realty Brokerage, has 26 award-winning years of real estate experience. Looking for the highest level of knowledge, experience, and service? Put Charles Park in your corner. Visit charlespark.ca or call him or text him at 647- 292-8886. Servicing from Hamilton to Kingston, from Toronto to Muskoka, Charles Park will not be at work by anybody uh, and speaking of which i think you would apply that to laura dykin as well laura's with us now uh, from sports center and host of many properties including horse racing on tsn <laughs> laura how are you today
1: i was gonna say i don't know if we have enough time to get through all of my job titles and descriptions at tsn but that that was a pretty good uh, summary of it i'm i'm doing great well, the sun is shining oh well, no it's not
3: <laughs> no sorry <laughs> well it may be i don't know what kind of a lighting system you have where you are but, but over here it's overcast i gotta say i sure look right out the window um and so what is your favorite assignment let me ask you that to put you on the spot right off the top
1: oh well i've been very lucky as we were kind of just pointing on that i've been able to do a, a, a bunch of different things kind of when I was uh, promoting myself to try and get a job at TSN I said I'm the Jane of all trades if you need me to write I can write If you need me to host I can host interviews hi- highlights whatever you like I think highlights deep down and doing sports center is still my number one love I love doing highlights I love doing live TV and just kind of reacting off of that stuff but I'm also lucky enough to do something like the world juniors and the u18 so you're kind of seeing all these players before they become stars and kind of seeing their path up there so um, It's also about who you're working with, right? And I've been pretty lucky in that respect as well, that I've got a lot of great people uh, that I've been able to work with and continue to work with. So the polite answer will be SportsCenter, for sure, 100%. Okay, Laura, I'm going to take you off SportsCenter
4: and bring you back about 12 or so hours last night on Friday night. Actually, I was watching Racing Night Live. You were on it. There was a horse called Laura's Love. Yeah. Laura's Laura's Love didn't do too well last night, but (laughs) I like that horse. What do you like about her?
1: Uh, just the name. That's about the extent that I know about it. And but you know what, Chad Rosemont, who's one of our co-hosts there, he jumped on the bandwagon with Laura's love. Whether that was just for TV's sake and to try and get a good story out of it or not, but I appreciate the support on that. Um, yeah, I mean, with with horse racing, everything. It's um, I don't know a ton about it, which is you know, like there's just so many horses, obviously, and so many you know trainers and owners and jockeys and and drivers that are involved in it and the turnover. And I look at, you know, at Jason Portwondo, Chad Rosema, and they eat, breathe, sleep the sport, and um, they make me look good. I kind of set them up to, to to bring excellence to the show, and they definitely do that. But uh, Laura's love, yeah, it's, it's back to the drawing board for that one for sure. No, oh, well. Maybe it needs she a different a, name change, you know? <laughs> no, she had a bad post Friday night.
4: I keep tabs on her. I think she's <laughs> going yeah. okay. But yeah. I wanted to ask you, give me the real – the good insight story on my man jason Portwando.
1: what you see is what you get although i always joke that jason is mr hollywood because anytime we're in a commercial break or leading up to the show and the producer's counting us down we're five seconds away he's always on his phone people are calling him constantly whether they want tips or they want his opinion on things he's always on the phone and you know he's been in this business for a long time and there's a reason that he has he's so knowledgeable. He's great to work with and uh, he's just a really nice guy although we do differ on sports teams which can lead to some uh, interesting exchanges. So he's a huge Bruins fan. I was born and raised in Toronto so I have no choice about who my allegiance is. And then when it comes to football, he's an Eagles fan and I'm a Cowboys fan so things can get a little... like This time of year, it's probably good that we're still like separated six or seven feet away from each other on the desk because it can get a little can get
3: a little interesting <laughs> the, the, the protocol will live past the use of it yeah. probably <laughs>
1: yeah yeah for sure for sure uh, those Bruins you know
3: well, I mean, <laughs> oh yeah please tell me I, I could tell you my game seven stories I, I don't want to get through that um, let, let me ask you about the horse racing because this is a I, I've always loved horse racing because it's uh, it's um, I don't know how to describe the, the horse racing crowd they're, they're they're sort of more real than, than other crowds would you agree with that
1: I would, yeah. And, you know, the one thing I will say first and foremost about horse racing fans, they are very, very knowledgeable, and they love your sport. So they they want someone that knows what they're talking about and is excited to be doing it, and they deserve that, right? Like with any kind of sport, you want to have someone that that enjoys what they're doing and, and gives you correct information. But obviously when you talk about horse racing, there's the gambling aspect that comes in, into it as well, and that kind of puts a little bit more pressure on somebody like a Chad and Jason, who are the handicappers as well. But they're very loyal, they love their sport, and they're not afraid to tell you how much they like it or how much they don't like the information that they're giving you. So um, I agree with that. It's kind of like they wear their heart on their sleeve a little bit because, you know, horse racing is not the most mainstream sport, and we kind of get our moments when we've got, you know, the Canadian Triple Crown and, and the Triple Crown in the U.S. where horse racing kind of takes over the spotlight a little bit. But, um, yeah, they're, they're very, very loyal, I will say that. I kind of liken them to tennis fans as well. There are hardcore fans that are just love their sport so much, and, and that makes it exciting to be a part of as well.
4: Laura, well, I consider Jim probably the most versatile guy in the broadcasting industry. He can do it all, but just hearing what he described you, and how do you maintain a pulse on everything because at any point in time you'd be asked to do something different?
1: Uh, I, so I, I kind of laugh about this. My father was a lawyer, And my mother was a librarian, librarian science. And I feel like I've got that kind of gene where I love doing research and I love kind of immersing myself in whatever subject I'm doing. So obviously when it comes to something like the world juniors and their, you know, 17, 18, 19-year-old players that no one's ever heard of, kind of got to do a little bit more of a deep dive. Whereas, you know, the NFL, hockey, baseball everything that we're kind of seeing every single day I just make sure that I'm up to date on everything watch a lot of highlights do a lot of reading and I wouldn't do it if I didn't enjoy it as much and I feel like sometimes it can be I've got like the repository in my mind so once you know I'm kind of done one thing I can flush it out and kind of focus on another one but I wouldn't want it any other way because it 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 really is exciting to have your toe in all these different ponds and, and kind of getting a sense of what goes into a sport and you know what the fans are like what the players are like and and I find it really interesting because you know I mean covering one sport every single day would be just as exciting but I I can see how you know the dog days of summer are kind of you know February and football or in hockey and the basketball season where things kind of drag a little bit for me it's okay we're on to the next thing like even this year I got to do the Olympics for a few weeks and and just kind of it makes things fresh and uh it can take up a lot of time, but I wouldn't I wouldn't do it if I didn't enjoy it so much. It's it's very rewarding, and I know how lucky I am because, you know, we see in this business, especially nowadays, everything's kind of shrinking and consolidating, and we're very lucky to be doing what we're doing, and and that is definitely not lost on me.
3: Uh, you know, doing the different sports, it's almost like a, a different language. Uh, you know, each one of those uh, shows that you would do would would have a different sort of feel to it, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that was, you know, I've been lucky enough to be doing kind of involved in horse racing back when I was starting, you know, um, and I'll just say X amount of years ago when I was back at the score as well. That was like learning a whole different language. You know, you know, if you say a jockey when you're talking about the standard bread, they will roast you, you know, and it took me a while even to figure out the difference between the breeder steaks and the breeder's cup. But it's, you know, being around it. And and just, you know, taking the time to learn it because that's the big thing that I want to do, even though I'm doing all these different sports and, and I don't really count myself an expert in any of them, but I know a lot about a lot of them, if that makes any sense. That it's my job to give the viewers and to give the fans as much as me as I can because they love their sports so much that that it's just it's kind of my duty to make sure that, that I do it justice as well.
4: You know, the business that we're in can be kind of difficult at times. And I'm wondering how you've been able to you know, maintain a steady course of whether there was ups or downs to just focus on what it is you wanted to do, no matter what trials or tribulations you faced?
1: I never thought I would be doing this in a thousand years. I started, I was at UFT and I was getting ready to start preparing to take my LSAT and I had a family friend say, look, the SCORE television network is looking for some interns. Would you be interested? And I said, yes. And that was, you know, again, a while ago, what were you we thinking? 16 years ago, 15 years ago that I've been doing this. And you're absolutely right. There's been a lot of ups and downs. And when I first started in the business, somebody said to me, you just got to be yourself and be true to yourself. And especially with the rise of social media and all of that, you can kind of get lost in that a little bit. And I haven't, I kind of just kind of approach it again with that attitude that I'm lucky to be doing this. I'm lucky to be here, but I also work really hard to do it. And it hasn't just been handed to me. And as well, the support of the people around me—not only my family, my friends, but my coworkers as well—and you know, working at TSN, I've become really good friends with a lot of, of the female anchors, and we're just kind of supporting each other. And and in a business like this, there's not a lot of people that can really understand what you go through. And you know, whether it's feedback from fans or feedback from fellow coworkers or your bosses, it, it can it can get to you a little bit. And you know, there's always a danger of, of believing your own hype and and kind of getting one step ahead of the other. So. I really try and do my best to to stick to who I am and and to show my enthusiasm because my enthusiasm for sports is 100% genuine. And I think if it's not, people will see through you you pretty quickly. And um, it's, it's, it's. I kind of look back and there's, you know, moments when you know I I got let go from the score and just thinking like, okay, what am I going to do next? And I just had this self belief and and here I am. I'm still doing it. I'm not sure how much longer I will be able to do it, but I'll be holding on for every single second until until my time is up. That's for sure.
3: So, Laura, you, you couldn't do this unless your inner self approved. So, what was it? At what point did your inner self go, "Go for it! This is this is something that that will be sincere to yourself."
1: Well, I, I had always had a love for sports, but again, I never thought that it would be able to translate into a job that I would get paid to do for years and years and years. I always thought, okay, you've got to know somebody in the business, or you've got to go to school for it. And again, I I never went to school for it, and that was the beauty of the score was. You know, this was this little network that, you know, ended up churning out all of this incredible talent that we still see to this day, you know, here in Canada as well as in the States and around the world. And I just thought, there are all these people that believe in me, and I just got to give it a try. I've got to at least try. So um, it kind of was, the score opened up a new studio, and they were looking for a host just to kind of do, you know, these quick little updates, with kind of like promos. But that was kind of my window, and I said, okay, if I, if, if I can get this, we can see where it goes. And I was, you know, in my mid twenties and I thought, I've got to at least try. I mean, there's always a backup plan, but in my head, I didn't really have a backup plan. You know, I was talking about going to law school, but it never really materialized. And as soon as I got on this path, I was just focused and I never even thought, you know, if it's not being on air, so be it. I can be a producer. There's just, there's so many different avenues that you can put your talent into if you, if you love sports and love what you're doing. And, um, yeah, I, I, again, I've been I've been lucky to do that, and, I'm, and again, I've been lucky that I've had a lot of people around me that have shown promise and have shown support, and um, yeah, I guess there's no turning back now. Maybe not. No, <laughs> no, no. no
3: there's no turning back. <laughs> well said. No. Laura, Laura, we were just so, so pleased to have you on with us. Thank you very much.
1: You are so welcome. Anytime I'm here for you.
3: Thank you. Uh, Laura Dyke and uh, TSN. We're going to call our host because she does so many things, and, and you know that is a. It's a pleasure to be able to. to do many things, and I'm sure she appreciates that. You you got that, and what she was saying there. Uh, it was just a, a thrill to. I've seen her in the hallway, said hi, introduced myself uh, when we were allowed in the hallways, and uh, you know haven't talked to her for a number of years. But uh, nice to have her back on with us, and uh, really enjoyed that conversation. Uh, coming up next will be Del Reed. He's the co-founder of the Bills Mafia. But because I messed up the Fox 40 Reed, I'm going to give them two now for the price of one. So I'm going to do the Charles Park one first. Are you ready for this? If you are an experienced real estate agent looking for comprehensive value and a distinct advantage contact charles park managing broker remax west realty brokerage offering state-of-the-art technologies with exclusive coaching and mentoring for a confidential interview call 647-292-8886 or email charles at remax are you ready for the hockey season Shop the Fox 40. Call the official whistle of the NHL on the Fox40shop.com website. Use the code YESGUY at checkout for 15% off your order. And be heard outdoors with the Fox 40 electronic whistle, 100 decibels at the press of a button. Buy yours now at the Fox40shop.com. Use the code YESGUY for 15% off your order. This is YesGUY, the radio show on TSN 1050, live on your radio, live streaming, podcasting, and on-demand in Apple CarPlay and Android Auto through the iHeartRadio Canada app. Welcome back. Check out Fox 40 founder Ron Foxcroft's new book, The 40 Ways of the Fox. Visit Fox 40 shopcom to order your copy with a free Fox 40 whistle. Net proceeds of the book sales go to Liberty for Youth and City Kids, two organizations that do wonderful work in our community. You get a free Fox whistle and the book. Go to fox40shop.com. This segment is sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated, financial advisor Herb Braley, ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, contact Herb at one 734 3055 or visit his website, braleyadvisors.com. With thirty years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money. Get it back to you when you need it the most. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors, Incorporated. Bills against KC in KC Sunday night, live on TSN 1050. And we bring in Del Reed now, co-founder, co-creator of the Bills Mafia. Dell, how are you today, sir?
0: I'm good, man. And I know we share Bills fandom, but I'm not going to lie. He's being brought in with a Leafs commercial leading right up is tough for a Buffalo guy. <laughs>
3: Wow, <laughs> is there a Sabres mafia? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, nah, I don't think there's no Sabres mafia. We're just uh, we're waiting to, for that season to start, and hopefully, it'll finish better than the past several. We'll see. So,
3: so how how I mean? How big a game is this for for the Bills and and the Bills mafia? This is it, isn't it?
0: It's it's really exciting. Um, you, you know, one thing that you know, I, I know the players have been telling themselves, and I've been telling myself as a fan is. No matter what happens tomorrow night, it's just one game in a season. But it's really, in my opinion, a statement game for, for the Bills. And I know players hate that term, but it really is an opportunity on primetime television, whole nation, or I guess nations watching, may um, have an opportunity to show the world that they're different than they were last season and that they're ready to take the next step. Dell, how
4: did you come up with the name Bills Mafia? Because it's such a a very descriptive term, and yet it seems to fit perfectly the legendary fans of the Buffalo Bills.
0: Yeah, it's weird, right? I mean, it's it's nothing I came up with deliberately. It was an offhand joke I made over 10 years ago now on Twitter. Uh, It was just a throwaway tweet. And if you look at my Twitter profile, I've tweeted probably like 150,000 times. Uh, So just that one tweet, I made a joke describing myself and a few other Bills fans as the Bills Mafia, tongue-in-cheek sarcastic, and it just, you know, other fans saw it, and the players eventually saw it, and people just started uh, using the term and grew like wildfire. So it was a beautiful accident, and people often say, why did you choose the name Bills Mafia? Um, I didn't choose it. (laughs) I guess it was just a joke, but it just stuck
3: so uh, since you're using the, the word mafia, I have to ask this question. How do you get into it, and can you get out of it?
0: <laughs> um, I, I would say I, there's, yeah, anybody who's a Bills fan knows there's no leaving once you're in, right? It, I mean, there's, it's just proof that the fans <laughs> are as diehard now as they were during the Super Bowl years, and that never left the fandom all through that 17-year drought and all the ups and downs, well, all the downs, (laughs) of the drought, fans never left. Uh, So once you're in, you're in for life. And as the case, at least my case, and most of the fans I know, we're born into it. Um, I've been a fan ever since I was probably a fetus. (laughs) So it's uh, it's been for this longstanding in our family.
4: So the Bills have had I don't know how many quarterbacks who were supposedly going to be the ones that were going to lead them, you know, to to the promised land of the Super Bowl you know, after all those years with uh with Marv Levy. What makes Josh Allen the the player that Bills Mafia thinks will be the one? Oh man, have you watched the games? <laughs> of course, but I want you to say it. <laughs> the kid is
0: fantastic and he's got a lot of growth ahead of him even still. But it's a, it's amazing like people were talking about i was reading some stuff about uh the 2020 season and how his leap from eighteen his rookie year to nineteen his sophomore year and then last season it's unprecedented the way that his stats have just pre- progressed year after year and uh, it, it's just amazing and it's so great he's so buffalo right uh you know overlooked and uh, discounted the he was an underdog uh, coming out of the draft i mean when they drafted him, I had reservations because every pundit I read, I read except for Mel Kuyper pretty much, said that this guy was going um, to be terrible in the NFL and that you know Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott were crazy for taking him. But um, he's, he's shown everybody that he's the real deal. And, you know, just like so many people often dismiss the city of Buffalo um, as a second-class city, but anybody who's visited here knows it's not. It's a great place to visit and stay and live, and it's, that's how it is. You know, with with Josh Allen, anybody who's paid attention knows that he is the real deal. You
4: know, people talk about the games in Kansas City, the games in Seattle, the atmosphere. Tell me about the atmosphere in Buffalo, because if it's not the weather, there's all these other things that factor into it, and yet the people want to be there. They enjoy being there. Yeah, it's home,
0: man. I, you know, I'm at a game. Which is every week, pretty much. When uh, I'll, I'll be tweeting, "Feels good to be home" or "Home sweet home" or something like that. It's just, it's the you know, Highmark Stadium as it's called now. It's just, it's such a wonderful place to be. It's, you know, the, the sight lines. It's a great, it's an old stadium. It gets knocked a lot. Um, it has great sight lines. It, it's, it's it's just an awesome place to experience the game with a bunch of fans. The, the fact that it's set in a a a, not a downtown setting that it's you know in orchard park with all the the lots surrounding it and people's front lawns and everything it's such a community atmosphere and i've never been to to seattle and i've never been to um the other city you mentioned i forgot but um i have been to a couple other stadiums and it has not it's not been the same it's not the same experience as it is like i know in, in orchard park
4: so you're at the game. What is the perfect beverage and the perfect food? I'm talking like, would it be Genesee Cream Ale? Would it be Beef on Whack? Would it be chicken wings? What is it? <laughs> well, it's
0: different for everybody. I'll speak to, I'll speak for myself. But you know, I love anything that that's grilled. It really doesn't matter as long as it's some kind of <laughs> meat that's been grilled. That's the perfect, you know, the smell. Um, it's kind of like wafting through the air as you're as you're tailgating. In terms of a beverage, everybody's got their their personal favorites, you know, I'll normally have a, a brewski or something, but often I'll, I'll just have a, uh, Arnold Palmer, uh, Arizona ice tea. Yeah. I like to keep my wits about me so I can actually enjoy the game. So I'm always a little cautious there, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's different for everybody, man. That's what's great. Like so many people you'll see them like walking from tailgate to tailgate. And there's all these different foods and there's crazy foods that people are often putting together. And it's such a, each tailgate has its own unique personality Some are laid back. Some are not, as you see sometimes Monday mornings on social media. um, But it's just a wide variety of fandom.
3: Del Reed is our guest founding father of the Bills Mafia. So, you know, you were talking about your Sabres pain earlier. And on the way out, I'm going to mention that I am a lifelong, and, uh, you know, I've been around a few years, Detroit Lions fan, so I'm going to raise your pain by tenfold because I mean the Sabres at one point were a good hockey team and the Lions have just never been. So my question to you, Dell, is is there any is there any danger should I should I form a Lions mafia or am I wasting my time?
0: Yeah <laughs> well I'm not familiar with Lions fandom at all. I'm a I'm familiar with the Lions team. Uh and I think the last good run they had before Barry Sanders was what, Bobby Lane? So, yes, yes. uh, yeah, good, good luck with that. <laughs> I, mean, I mean that, I mean that, for, like, sincerely, like, God bless you, man. If you're still diehard Lions fan, God bless you, man. That is something else. And you're, you know, maybe there should be a Lions Mafia for all the fans that are sticking with, you know, all that that team has been through over the past million years.
3: It's, it's a threshold of pain that, that few people get to endure. But anyway, still, <laughs> um, all, all the best to you on the Sunday Nighter. Thanks for stopping by.
0: Uh, Take care, boys. Go Bills.
3: Yes, thank you. Del Reed, founder of the Bills Mafia. Do you think I should, Perry? Lions Mafia? I don't know if I could get anybody to join.
4: I think you'd be in a minority there, buddy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, thanks, buddy.
3: Thanks for your your (laughs) ringing endorsement. Oh, my goodness. All right. be heard outdoors with a Fox 40 electronic whistle, 100 decibels at the press of a button. Buy yours now at the fox40shop.com website. Use the code YESGUY for 15% off your order. This segment is sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Financial advisor Herb Braley, ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, contact Herb at 1-877-734-3055 or visit his website, braleyadvisors.com. With 30 years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your your money and get it back to you when you need it the most financial clarity and comfort with barely financial advisors incorporated mike mccarthy is next this is yes guy on tsn 1050 live on your radio live streaming podcasting and on demand on apple carplay and android auto through the iHeartRadio radio canada app Yes Guy, the radio show, Jim Taddy and Perry Lefko with you. Homeowners are first-time buyers. If you're considering purchasing, refinancing, if your mortgage is coming up for renewal, talk to Dean Romani, TMG SafeBridge Mortgage Solutions. Dean will provide you with custom-tailored mortgage solutions for all your needs. You can contact Dean on Twitter at MTGDean. Visit his website, DeanRomani.com, or give him a call at 416-885-1761. Talking football again, Canadian football mostly, Mike McCarthy is here. Mike, how are you today, sir? Hey Jim, how you doing? Good, good. Um, you had a busy week, and you, it's it's not over. You had the uh, the celebration for the ninety one Argos, and you've got Tie Cats and Argos on on Thanksgiving Monday. Yeah. Do you have Do you have a half and half sports jacket or a half and half sweater? How do you do that?
2: I just uh, paint my butt black and blue. Guy. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
4: Mike, I want to. Ask so, what do you Robert, think? I mean, uh, how would? Go ahead, go ahead, Perry. I just want to say, Mike, thanks of all. Thanks for getting the time right this time after stiffing us last week. And having well, said that, you know what?
2: You didn't You didn't leave me a good message.
4: Okay, yeah, blame it on me. All right. I want to know how often <laughs> in your life do people get you confused with Mike McCarthy, the coach?
2: Well, when Mike got the job in Green Bay, it was a lot of confusion. That wasn't viral, as viral as we had back then. And that was like, you know, 13 or 14 years ago. And the kids from my hometown, people here, agents, I mean, everybody. Was like, I said, no, it's not me. I mean, how stupid can you be? You know? It's like, but Mike McCarthy, the, the coach, that, you know, although he'd been an offensive coordinator in New Orleans and Kansas City, and he wasn't like out there. Like uh, I guess I was. My name was more familiar than his in Canada and New York, anyways. So, uh, uh, but it was funny. They 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 even screwed up on Wikipedia. They they put our two uh, bios together. Okay, Just made one of us out of two of us. So, but that was kind of funny. So. Uh,
3: the the composite Mike McCarthy. I, that might be a better way to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tell tell us about the ninety one Argos. I mean, there's just there's so many storylines there. What what do you recall? What what was what was important to you there?
2: Well, the, the thing was, you know, coming to the end of the 90s season, it's like October, and uh, uh, you know, we're fighting for a playoff spot, and they used to lose the title. And Her- of course, Harry Ornstein on the team then. It was ninety fall, and uh, we were a pretty good team. We had a scoring record that I think it's still standing. It might have been broke six hundred and eighty nine points in a game, you know, in a in a season, which has been – been there for 30 years as far as I know. So, uh, uh, Harry comes up to me one day and says, Hey, but I got to talk about something? And he says, Yeah, he says, I'm going to sell a team. And I'm going, Shoot, what? Now? You've only owned it for two years. So, uh, uh, then he says, Well, I think I have some people interested. And he says, uh, uh eventually you'll, you'll meet this guy. And, uh, and that guy was Bruce McDonald. And it was about a month and a half later that I went to LA with Harry for one thing, went to the Hollywood park and, uh, Bruce was there, um, and all, and uh, numerous other celebrities and politicians, just, but they all, had, it seems like everyone went to the racetrack and the races were running in California. So, um, I met Bruce and we just talked a little bit and then Harry said later that, that they got the interested party, um, that may want to buy the Argos. And, uh, so that's when it started. It was like October of 90, you know, and then I just kept my mouth shut till, till February. I guess it was February when it leaked out the, uh, McDonald group was going to buy in. Bruce was buying the articles, not John and, and Wayne. They weren't in it yet. They came on, you know, they came on it at, at the end there uh, of uh, just before the big explosion and everything, you know, of how popular this would be and how it you know, built our attendance and, put Toronto on the international map. this not the North American map. And, uh, uh, it was great things that happened. It was, you know, then the rocket thing was just like, Hey, we want to do something big one day. We're talking in a meeting. I think it was after St. Valentine's day on the 90, uh, 91 when they announced they were buying the team as a group. And, um, I said, well, you know, I mentioned the name Ishmael to Bruce, uh, um, on a telephone call earlier in the day, and, uh, they were playing Edmonton. The, the Kings were playing Edmonton. And it came on at the, you know, at the, at the first period break there. that Bruce came on TV and said, Hey, we're going to pursue, uh, Rocket Ishmael and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, and boom! It just, everything went crazy from that point on. You know, uh, phone was ringing off the hook till about three o'clock in the morning here when we used to have landlines. lines. <laughs> don't have one anymore. And, uh, I mean, that's it, you know, that was the start of it.
4: So, Mike, with Harry Ernest, the late, great Jim Hunt used to say, Harry Ernest used to throw around uh, nickels like manhole covers. And if you were yeah. in the press box, you had one piece of pizza or one hot dog, you couldn't have both. So what was it like going from that budget to the one with McNell?
2: Well, it was it was kind of endless, you know, uh, in the beginning, as just, I mean, even when we did the deal, uh, you know, and I, I got the final details, I shouldn't pay them. We're paying them too much. You don't have to pay them that much. You know, you're going to get them at 14 million. You don't have to go to 18 million or 24 million. And uh, uh, you probably get them at 10 because you know, nobody else was making that kind of money in the NFL back then. You know, so uh, uh, I said, well, you know, you're turning this into being the highest paid player in the history of football right now. You know, for. The length of the contract and the amount, and I said, uh, "Okay, then let's do it." So, at one day, they put them, they picked them up at Notre Dame, room to L.A., and of course, that was the night before the NFL draft, which kind of made it real sweet. Everybody kind of love that, you know. We were we were bigger news than the first pick in the NFL draft of that year, so, and it was potentially going to be rocketed by to Dallas, so, but uh, of course, uh, that didn't happen. So. And then the NFL guys start calling. I'll start calling. You know, guys that I knew. In the NFL, hey, how many years is the contract? Blah blah. blah you know, who when can we get them? We can we, You know, is it a four-year deal? Is it a two-year deal? I said, hey, guys, that's uh, that's you know, inside information. You're not getting that from us. So, and uh, so that that began a, a remarkable season. I think very memorable for CFL fans and even 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 their opposition. We really looked. You know, rocket coming to town, and and Wayne and John, and uh, you know whoever they brought with them, and usually it was some some celebrities. So um, it was it was different, and it probably won't ever happen again like that.
4: So you've worked for Harry Ornest, you've worked for Bruce McNally, and you were with the Tire Cats when the owner was a guy named
2: Harold Ballard. Now, what was that one? That was that was a lot of fun (laughs) because Harold. Harold, uh, you know, he really, once I got there, I mean, I got there in 85 for the 85 season. Uh, I think it was March. I came from Arizona in the United States Football League and, uh, uh, with George Allen. And, uh, so, you know, I go from, uh, George Allen to, you know, Al Bruno and Joe Zuger. And, uh, um, it was kind of a step level down of, you know, um, uh, excitability, you know, you you, you you were more calm all the time. It seems like, you know, when you were with George Allen, every day is, you know, what are we going to do to win today? What are we going to do to win today? What can I do today to be better at my job? And, you know, so on and so forth. And that was George, very, you know, just rah, 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 old school, incredible coach, great mind, but it was all about winning. Everything you did every day, you had to win. So come to that Tiger Cats, and was a, a little slower down, and it was you know seasons different, you know more games, more playoff games, um, you know things like that. So uh, it, it was great that our first year. We, we we struggled a little bit. We ended up going to the Great Cup in '85. We and our quarterback went separated shoulder that first first half, and uh, Kenny Hobart, who was another USFL guy who played for Jacksonville and LA Express, he was the backup to. Uh, Oh God, I think it's his name. Oh, what um, can he you separated my shoulder up like the first quarter and they kind of put a pen and he you know, never catch up in that game that but I went from from the u s f l championship game into the next the next season i'm I'm in the Grey cup, so it's kind of cool you know you you go from one league to another and you now you're in the championship game again, so that's kind of and then, and when I lost arizona i had been working for oakland the oakland invaders in the usfl and uh um what i i left that job to go to because the league was going to shut down because uh, trump was trying to get the league to move to the owners to move to the fall of 86 and that many of them just said no we're not doing that so that was the end of the united states football league in, in the spring of 86 so so i got out i'm going to get out a little early and and had a job, and uh, I had I had two children, and uh, my daughter was what uh, two years old, and my son was two weeks old when we got here. So that was
1: it. Was a,
2: a, Tiger Cats has been a family to me. We were a really close group of people, and we still are the the old timers that are still around. We we go to uh, we go to lunch once a month, and in the springtime and the summer, if everybody's around, that's even Zuber family. And Ray Jones, Franco's Ray Jones, he passed away now. So uh, God bless him. You know he was around here for 17, 18 years in the Tiger Caps and he was in you uh, know Canada basketball uh, for years also as a trainer. So so I, you know, what what else you want to know? By '91, we, we we won. <laughs> we won. It was a great guy uh, Dome. You know we had that Eastern Final there. We had over 50,000 in there. That was. That was a heck of a day. You know. Well, a Mike, uh, who do you
3: think wins on Who, who wins on Monday, Ticats and Argos? Uh,
2: I think the Tiger Cats will. Uh, um, I was at the Argo game the other night, you know, during the uh, festivities for our 91 championship team, and uh, they got behind me. They were a little sluggish, but then I'll tell you, they really came on that second half. They really you, you screwed it up and... Everything picked up. The offense was moving the ball, and defense started making some good stops. And and so I think it would be a really it would be our typical Labor Day game. I think it's going to be a close one. I don't think it's going to be a runaway. And uh, you know, whoever has the ball last, right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow, that's true. That's the CFL. I appreciate it, Mike. Thanks very much. Hey guys, happy Thanksgiving.
2: Care, okay, you too. Bye. Yep.
3: Yep, thank you. Okay, that's Mike McCarthy, uh, with ties to the, uh, Tie Cats and, uh, and Argos. And he mentioned, uh, Jonesy, who passed away recently. So I just want to send our, our sympathies to his family. I knew Jonesy well. Uh, he knows, uh, he knew a lot of people in my family. So, you know, it's a big loss for, for Tiger Cat football for sure. Uh, coming up next, the highly anticipated yes guy, no guy. Homeowners are first time buyers. If you're considering purchasing refinancing, if your mortgage is coming up for renewal, talk to Dean Romani, TMG, Safe Bridge Mortgage Solutions. He specializes in mortgage financing, Financing for purchases, refinances, home, equity line of credit, and private lending. Dean will provide you with custom tailor mortgage solutions for all your needs. You can contact him on Twitter at MTG Dean. Visit his website, DeanRomani.com, or give him a call at 416-885-1761. This is Yes Guy, the radio show on TSN 1050, live in your radio, live streaming and podcasting and on-demand and Apple CarPlay and Android Auto through the iHeartRadio Canada app. Yes Guy no guy ladies and gentlemen boys and girls drivers and passengers time now to liven things up with yes guy no guy go ahead sir
4: just like the leafs you and i should go to gravenhurst for a bonding experience no guy
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, we have good that. chemistry we
3: don't <laughs> no chemistry <guy. laughs> chemistry's good enough the odd sleepy guest gets in the way but nonetheless uh, are you ready for this? Yes oh, guy, yeah. no guy. Number one from here, the Bills will roll KC Sunday night.
4: Guy, you got to get over this. No guy, they're not going to win. They're not going to go to the Super Bowl. Guy, what are you? I'm getting tired of your fascination with the Bills. What what is with that?
3: Well, I'm a Lions fan. I have to go somewhere. You have to have a a second team. I'm already a one share owner of the Packers, so I've got the division covered, and now I need the, the Super Bowl covered, so that's why I'm going with the Bills. Go
4: ahead, sir. Austin Matthews will not play on opening night of this season.
3: Um, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to agree with that and say yes, guy. Certainly, uh, I just, you know, I just, what's the rush? I mean, come on. He's, I just don't know that you want to throw him in there right away, although they play the next night anyway. So I don't know when that happens, but I, it wouldn't bother me if he if he missed the opener. So let's go with that. So, so yes, guy to that. Uh, I say and while no we're guy. on the subject.
4: He, he will be playing. Come okay. on, man. Go ahead. Okay. Well,
3: okay. Yeah, and to that end, um, yes, guy, no, guy, go, leaves, go.
4: Oh man I don't know where you're with this fascination, no guy it's <laughs> go leaves we're not let's not get crazy about waving the pom- poms just yet, okay, guy
3: okay, guy, whatever guy, go ahead, sir
4: okay, Laura dykin just completely what an amazing guest today
3: oh, absolutely yes guy i
4: I enjoyed that conversation that was great. I just wish she would have done a a yes guy. we got to tell her. Guess ahead of time. Do a yes guy, no guy. She would have been great. See now, that, now that's
3: something you do. I just let people say whatever they're going to say, and then we'll have a conversation out of that. So that's a, you know, it's a difference of opinion there. I, I don't think that would have added to anything she would have said, right? No guy it would have big time. Go ahead, guys. Okay, are you ready for this? Yes, yes guy, man. no guy. Go Raptors. Go. <laughs>
4: Holy <laughs> cow, man! <laughs> are you are you waving your pom poms while you're doing this, guy? Let's settle. We're objective in the media. We don't do that. You you report on what you see.
3: You report on what you see, but I'm fascinated with the Raptors because they always seem to come up with intriguing sort of basketball theory storylines that are impressive. So I'm going to say, "Go Raptors, go!" Okay, guys. Okay. Go ahead. We've got time for one more, and that's it.
4: The Winnipeg Blue Bombers are rolling over the competition. They will win the Grey Cup in Hamilton this year.
3: No guy. No guy they will not because they've had no battle with adversity. Do you remember Calgary used to do that on a yearly basis? And uh, how many cups did they win? They won, but they didn't win every year. So I'm going to say no guy. The Bombers will have their adversity when they least expect it, and it's going to cost them.
4: Wow, guy. You must be Nostradamus or something like that. Okay, guy. You
3: know, I must. I think I'm related. But anyway, Perry, have yourself a great Thanksgiving weekend, and same to all. Thanks for joining us on Yes, Guy. No guy.